You are listening to Beyond the Score, insights and tips to help you move forward in your music career, by Millicent Stevenson. As you're making your way through your music journey, at some point you're going to be asked, have you got a press kit? And that might floor you as it did me a few years ago. I was putting in for a festival and I thought it was just a case of saying to them, hey, I'm a sax player, I'd love to play at that festival. And the reply came, do you have a press kit? Now, fortunately for me, the person who asked that question was very supportive and they helped me pull one together. So that was really, really great. But you know what? It just taught me a bit of a lesson that going forward, if you want to be seen as professional, if you want people to take you seriously, um, if you know that going forward, you want to apply to different venues and projects and, uh, you know, you want to apply for work in different places, you really do need to have a press kit. It's really super, super important. Um, journalists, if they're interested in writing about you, will ask for it. Um, promoters will want to know more about you. They'll ask for it. Music supervisors who will want to know more about you will ask for it. Um, the events team at various venues will want to know more about you. They will ask for it. So just about anybody will probably ask for this. And I think it's really good as well. If you have a fan base, they can see your press kit because they have a reader that, you know, they become your, your ambassadors and they'll tell people, Hey, go book this band. They're really, really good. Or this singer is really, really good. And here's a link to their press kit and they just send it out for you. So that's kind of nice. I'm not saying all your fans will do that. I'm just saying it, they might do that. So initially there's going to be a bit of work just setting it up. Um, but once you've got it, you've got it. And it's just a case of keeping it up to date. This press kit can be stored on your website. You can put it on CD. You can put it on the USB. In fact, it can be physical. That's why it's called a press kit. And if it's not physical, it's called the electronic press kit. When I did my first one that I mentioned, uh, once I created it, I um, then sort of posted it out to people. So in there, I had a, a sheet with my bio and contact information. I had a CD with my music on. I, I had a, a couple of, no, just one photograph, actually, a headshot that I put in. Um, and that was it. That was my press kit when I was starting out. Not a lot, not a lot. Whilst you're creating it, it helps for you to get a sense of you, who you are and to think about your brand and who it is you want to target because you have to write it in a particular way to reach those people. But you've got it then, you know, for, for your PR. So it's a great thing to do. Um, but it does take time. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's going to take you some time. If you haven't got a video, you've got to think about how you get a video. You know, if you haven't got any recorded music, you've got to think about how you get recorded music. Tell you what, let me give you the list of things that can be part of your press kit. And what I'm going to be doing um, in the next few episodes, I'm going to go into each of these things in more detail. So I'm not going to try to do it now because it will take like an hour or two of your time. But I'm just going to give you just a quick overview. And then next time we get cracking on it. Yeah. Okay. Your press kit or your EPK should consist of a bio, sample music, performance calendar, technical rider or stage plot, photos, not loads of photos, just one or two, album artwork, if you've got recorded music, video of your best performance, could be two videos, um, press coverage, if you have any, contact information, uh, links, 
You can put in testimonials and reviews. Um, if you're just starting out, you really don't need all of that. Um, and even if you're an established uh, performer, you may not need everything I've mentioned. It's going to be down to who you're targeting, why you need it, where you're sending it, that kind of thing. But the bare minimum, I would say, is your bio, sample music or sample video, photos, maybe two, your contact information and the links. That's just your, your bare essentials that can sort of get you going. Um, when I started out, before I did my press kit, all I had was just a bio page. And then when I learnt a few years later about doing uh, a press kit, then I added the rest. And I don't even think my video was of great quality at the time. I mean, this is, you know, a few years ago. So what I'll do in the next episode is just to talk through each of those ones in more detail. So come ready with your pen and paper or just press the rewind button, I guess, if you need to hear something again. <laughs> and I'll explain to you all the little components for each of those things so you can get cracking creating your um, press kit or EPK. And by the way, if you have a question about EPK, please drop me a line. I'd love to respond and I'll do that on air. Okay, bye for now. If you've enjoyed listening to today's episode, you might be interested to know that Millicent has written a groundbreaking booklet called Revealed, 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and Spoken Word Artist. You can get your free copy today by clicking on the link below or by visiting her website, millicentstevenson.com. Millicent is an award-winning saxophonist, founder and creative director of Kefemni. She is currently serving on the Midlands Regional Committee of the Musicians' Union and also the Equality Subcommittee. She is an endorser of Harry Hartman's Fiber Reads.